For several generations now, parents have fretted over the influence of entertainment and popular culture. More recently, the influence of screens has amplified our anxieties about how kids might be influenced in worldly ways. And let's face it, we don't want our kids influenced in worldly ways. We don't want them rebelling. We don't want them making poor choices with regard to sexuality or drugs or just becoming so numbed by their interaction with screens that they don't want to do anything that doesn't involve pixels. But I think there's another threat that these days really comes through on screens that's more insidious. And I know that sounds like a pretty evil adjective, but I think it's pretty important and we may not recognize it as readily. Hey everyone, Adam Holtz here, your host of The Plugged In Show, focused on the family's weekly conversation about entertainment, pop culture, and technology. Thanks for joining us today. Obviously, we know these days that too much screen time is something that is a problem, in part because of the problematic images and ideas and even moral messages or immoral messages that kids can encounter there. But that other threat that I hinted at a second ago, well, it's found on virtually every web page, and most filters aren't going to eliminate it unless you're really intentional. It's something so obvious, so plainly present that most of us don't even notice it. It's like the water we swim in. I'm talking about consumerism. And that is the idea that if you just buy this thing, this product, if you own this brand, your life is going to be complete. It's going to be good. It's going to be better than your friends. And today in our first segment, we're going to talk about how that worldview, the attitude of consumerism permeates our online interactions from social media to advertising to online influencers and how it may be shaping our kids' souls. And in our second segment, Kristen Smith is here to tell us about Miley Cyrus' new hit song, Flowers, which is her first number one in a decade. And it feels like it's been about a decade since we had a conversation about Miley. But Kristen is here to tell us what there is to like and maybe what there is not to like. <laughs> Big surprise, Miley Cyrus, right? And we also wanted to remind you that voting is ongoing for the 20 plugged in movie award nominees that we have in four different categories. Those are best movies for kids, for teens, for adults, and best Christian movie. And you can go to pluggedin.com slash blog to see our individual entries for each category. Then vote for your favorite by leaving a comment there or on the corresponding entries for each category on our Instagram and Facebook pages. We'll be announcing your picks and the plugged in team picks for the winner in each category on a live broadcast of the plugged in show March 7th at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So be sure you mark that on your calendars and be listening for more details about that as we get a little bit closer. So that's where we're headed today. As always, we would encourage you to get involved with the Plugged In Show yourself. And you can do that by leaving us a review, hopefully a positive one, wherever you get your podcast. Well, with no further ado, let's get started. Joining me today are Emily Chow, Kristen Smith, and Jonathan McKee. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hey. Well, I thought this would be a fun question to get us started. We're going to be talking today about consumerism and its influence on teens via screens. But, you know, we're not immune to that influence either. What's one thing that perhaps you were influenced to purchase recently based on something you saw online? And bonus points if you're like, I wasn't even looking for this, but it was so cool and so compelling because <laughs> of the advertising or the influencer that I had to go out and buy it. 
Oh yeah, I've I've got this. Then <laughs> Emily the, is going to kick us off. I get all the bonus points. All um, right. Yeah. No. So this is back when I still had an Instagram, and is actually part of the reason why I no longer have Instagram. Uh oh. Um, no, I saw an advertisement for this. I I don't know what to call it except for like it's a it's like a rake, but what you do is like. You roll it on your carpet. And oh, it I've pulls seen that. Up. It pulls like, like a lint brush. It's like a lint but brush, for hair. but it's no, no, no. It's it, well, yes, it is for hair. It's like a lint brush, dog hair, okay. but it's not a brush. It's like a metal tool, so it yes. pulls like dog hair, human hair. Did it work? Dust. So I'm actually really curious too because we have a dog Chris and like, hair. Where do I get I one? I think I was. Yeah. Here's the deal. So I used it on the carpet at my old apartment, and I. It worked, but it didn't work quite as advertised. I think, okay. but I do think that's partially because Were you I don't, raking hard enough. I don't think my carpet was as dirty as I thought it was, so it wasn't as satisfying. I know ours is so as dirty. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is kind of a bummer because I wanted this to be like the videos. <laughs> Emily, this is so fun because I've been wanting to buy this for forever. Don't and now buy I, it. Okay, don't okay, buy it. I won't. And here's why: because I'm just going to give you mine. I've used it. Okay. I have not used <laughs> it in a year. Give you mine. That's it, yeah. It was see, only three payments of ninety nine ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> I used it once, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, it's fine." <laughs> so yeah, I'll just give you mine, and you That's can see sad. if you actually like it. Okay. I'd like to find one for kids' stuff. I'll just go right? through the house and rake all their junk up. This is so beneficial. <laughs> yeah. Kristen, what about you? Yeah, I okay. Mine isn't as exciting. And here's the thing: I love skincare and makeup. I do not spend as much as I could on it, but if I walk into Sephora and Ulta and I'd spend too long in there, it becomes an issue. And I'm not the spender of the family, if it tells you anything. So uh, <laughs> I was on Instagram. Sounds like we have more to talk about. Yes. <laughs> Therapy. I have a counselor. Also, anyway. welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But I was on Instagram kind of searching through, um, I don't know, it was probably a reel or something, and I saw a product like that I typically use, but it was like a newer product. And I decided to buy it. And I don't know if you guys have ever purchased skincare, but you can drop like $400 without blinking. I know. Like it's kind without of blinking. How expensive. Or not. Well, okay. Listen, Peter, but it happens. Note my, my cracked and bleeding hands. Yes. <laughs> we won't get into what you might need. But yes, that was one of the things I got. Talk to me after the show. I have a cream you can use. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. So there that's you what go. you got. That's yes, right. I got makeup. Okay. It's, it's made with real yak fat. So, um, um, the, uh, I actually don't know what the careful, ingredients are. Careful. <laughs> oh, that's right. But I'm it's, sorry. it's organic, for, you know, open for, range yak. So that's it's okay. right. For, for those people who have pet yaks, I apologize. Um, the, um, the thing, uh, yeah, no, it's weird. You said the word recently and that's tough because I mean, I mean, let's be honest, since the days of the DVR, do you ever watch commercials except on the Super Bowl when you want right. to watch a commercial? I mean, right. I, I right. never ever see commercials i'm off social media now so i'm never scrolling so i mean literally i'm never i, I can remember so you're the baseline for the right kind of person it sounds I, I, like i don't know about that you're just you know I'm humble definitely... bragging a little bit i don't see commercials ever <laughs> well well no I, I it's i am free the handcuffs are off no that's awesome um, that's it, it awesome. is uh when i was a child i do remember seeing a commercial for a toy i wanted which was the evil knievel on the motorcycle and you'd crank it and then you'd go and i oh, had yeah. to get one and i literally saved I had one for months and because i saw the commercial uh, as an adult i do remember about a decade ago somehow we were watching like some show and like when it was off we turned it off on the dvr and there was this commercial on that you know how sometimes when you turn some off you're like wait what is this that's on you know when you hit stop and it was an advertisement for this cd set 
called Singers and Songwriters, and they're playing like every sessions present every '70s <laughs> song that I like was on. I yeah. was like Simon and Garfunkel, you know. I mean, every but every single, and I was like, this is good. And I literally dialed the one eight hundred number <laughs> oh and my bought the set. And uh, and now it's like on Spotify for free. But anyway, okay. Uh, so there you go, Kristen. It. Do you remember the old Kids Bop commercial? Yes. Oh yeah, oh, that's what oh, it oh, is. That just reminded me. <laughs> that was Kids Bop. My kids always wanted Kids Bop. I know, right? <laughs> so my answer is a little bit more detailed because I don't typically make just sort of spontaneous purchases of, oh, that looks cool. But when I decide that I want anything. I have an even worse habit, which is I want to learn everything about that yep. product, mm. and I want to make sure that I get the best one. And so oh, last no. last week, no, I mean, this goes in actually perhaps an unexpected direction. Uh, last week, I realized, and because I've my wife's been doing this for a while, that I needed to start taking fish oil, but I also have heard stories about how you want to get the right brand because some fish oil is, you know, polluted, non-free-range fish, mm. you know, whatever. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> there are no free-range fish, just to make make that clear. Um, and so I, I get online to start researching what is the absolute best brand mm. of fish oil I can get. Ooh. But it gets at... Um, Something that Barry Schwartz talks about in his book, The Paradox of Choice, Sometimes Less is More. And he talks about how the more choice we have, it actually correlates with higher incidence of depression and oh, anxiety yeah. because oh, yeah. we get paralyzed. Hmm. And um, I'm sort of leading into our conversation about consumerism today, but he identifies two different kinds of consumers, maximizers and satisficers. And maximizers are the people who have to have the absolute best of everything. And satisficers are the good enough people. You know what? It gets mm. the job done. Good enough. And on that note, mm. he says that people who feel compelled to find the absolute best version of everything typically are more unhappy than people who, mm. you know, that's just the regular version is totally fine. And yeah. that's actually probably a good segue into our our conversation about consumerism today and specifically how consumerism affects kids. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as I said at the at the top of the show, if we had to list the top threats that we're, you know, we pay close attention to as parents, you know, plugged in, we review movies and we know that the two most popular categories in our movie reviews are sexual content and profanity, right? right. Those are, those are pain points. We want to pay attention to, to that kind of content, or maybe, you know, we're concerned about entertainment that glorifies a lifestyle or a worldview or choices that we don't agree with. And we've also warned repeatedly and rightly so about the dangers of connecting with people online that we don't know, you know, yeah, internet sure. stranger danger, we might call it. So we got all of that in the mix, but consumerism, yeah. you know, it's like buying too much stuff. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, probably it's a problem, but is it really the same order of magnitude as any of the potential threats that I just mentioned? Um, yeah, Emily. I mean, the answer to your question right there is yeah. Okay. It is. Like, okay, it's not even the necessary. So let's the... jump in then. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna roll with this. Great. Because I, I have thoughts. I have thoughts, people. Emily has thoughts. So <laughs> no, here we go. I mean, like, 
it's not even necessarily if you are actually purchasing this stuff. It seeds a desire for things that you often don't need and that will never bring you any kind of satisfaction like in life. Like I, I just I've spent so much of my life where I'm like, oh, I just want this thing. I just want this thing. I just want that thing. And it's like, and no, most of the time I did not get those things because I praise Jesus for this. But like my parents, like I was the kid who would go through the Sears catalog and I would circle all the things that I wanted. My parents never bought me a single thing from that catalog. <laughs> and I am so happy that they didn't because if I had oh gotten my... every single toy that I wanted from that, if I had gotten every thing that came up on a commercial that looked cool, like where would I be today? You know? So it's, I want to just riff on that for a second. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's a great place to start. I was that kid too. Right. Like the day that my grandmothers, because we didn't actually get catalogs in our house, but my grandmothers, both of them, always got the JCPenney Christmas yeah, catalog. Yeah, I mean, it might have been JCPenney. It was, JC it was, it was always that one. Yep. Um, yeah. And I would go through and do the same thing. Sometimes I would tear out that page that had the Millennium <laughs> Falcon on it, and I would look at it with longing. Um, and usually I was able to convince either my grandparents or my parents to get it. But like you said, ultimately it didn't satisfy. And one of the things that I wanted to bring to this conversation that's a field and yet not because it illustrates the point um, I haven't looked at it for a while, so I don't remember the web address, but there actually is a website that specializes in old catalogs. So you can go back and relive your childhood Goodness. experience by oh, wow. buying the catalog you had in 1977. Oh, you can like, get the physical catalog? The phys- no, it's like an archive store of vintage catalogs. But I think oh, it my speaks gosh. to the power of consumerism and advertising, well, it, right? It, it, does it, it come does. with a red Sharpie so I could circle what I want? No, I mean, red, Sharpie not, <laughs> red Sharpie not included, John. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, like, another thing that I remember, the, the American Girl doll catalog. Yes. Like, because yes. my grandparents had purchased those dolls for me and my sisters, so it was like every birthday, every Christmas, I'm going, I'm going through the catalog. I'm, I'm highlighting the things that all the accessories and stuff that I want. And my grandparents, you know, they actually would buy that stuff for us but that type of consumerism you're not taught as a kid hey that's really expensive like that's kind of obnoxious you do not need to be paying that much money for a fake cake yeah for your doll for twenty five dollars. <laughs> for, for twenty five dollars I, I, exactly. I, I have to comment on on Adam's comment about in a landfill because uh, I've moved twice in the last three years and both times we moved, we ended up going to the dump and I was put in the backyard. So I was in the dump uh, one time on this project literally every day for like a month. And um, I wonder what happened and to you. There was, yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> I was at the dump. And uh, Jonathan was down the, in the dump. The dump, the dump is a healthy place to go. It Here's is. why yeah. it, it is a very healthy place because yep. I was dumping stuff that I remember I literally was like, I spent 200 on that. I spent a thousand on that. I spent 46 on that. Yeah. I mean, I literally was uh, just seeing stuff and I, it, I honestly had this kind of sense of, wow, stuff is temporary. Yeah. And right. the stuff I wanted. So, I mean, that, that thing was only three years ago and I'm dumping it. Yeah, you know, or that was my millennium yeah. Falcon is still rotting in a dump in Perry, yeah. Iowa, which is sad, 
but instructive, as you said. There are some yeah. shows, like speaking to consumerism, that I just don't want my kids watching. Well, really, YouTube videos. And one is Ryan's World. Oh. So is I that got one of those ones where they open oh, up, yeah. like, yes. look at all An this stuff I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the Hate champion those. unboxer. There are, there's a lot more to this show. But basically, we went on a, a flight, a family vacation. And last time we tried to go fly with our kids, we didn't have tablets, okay? So don't judge me before you hear this. So we did the coloring books. We got the stickers. We got every non-tablet thing, okay? It was a horrible flight. (laughs) It was terrible, okay? It did not go well. Here's an iPad. Let's try this again. My husband had his headphones in the whole time living his best life, and I'm stressed trying to give the kids everything. It was not going to happen again, okay? So before we left, the night before we left, I told my husband, I was like, I don't care how much these tablets are. You go get one for each kid right now and some headphones so he did so we go on the flight it's great but then i'm going through his tablet like we're trying to you know see what parental controls we need to put on it and ryan's world is on there and i'm like i can't stand this show but my son got to it before i did and it's all about unboxing so he comes to me he's five and he's like mom did you see this really cool thing i really want this 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 because to your point jonathan there's no there are no commercials anymore and we have sling which we're canceling, but there are commercials so on it Sling. Will be slung. It's, it's it's slung. <laughs> yes. There. Nice. Thanks, Jonathan, dad for the sympathy laugh. <laughs> dad to dad. At one time it was slang, but uh, now it's slung. But there are commercials on there, and my kids. I remember for the first time, probably just a couple months ago, they got so frustrated because my son was like, "Can you fast forward through this, right? Because he's so used to Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever you can go through." That's awesome. And then they see a commercial for the first time, and they're entranced like little robots watching everything that's being advertised (laughs) and it's hitting me like i don't want you guys asking for all this stuff we're not going to go into the store right and have you just be like can i have this the answer is no well let's i'll tell you what though we got to shift this conversation towards the devices in their pockets because i mean let's be honest tvs we're talking a lot about tv we're talking about the kind of shows but i mean let's think of what kids like the most they like scrolling through online videos they like scrolling through instagram they like scrolling through tiktok and the crazy thing is the reason a lot of these things are free is because of advertisers right that's how they're free and kids are finding stuff accidentally and i and i we don't need to segue towards this but i can't help but mention uh in january of 23 common sense media put out their new report on pornography showed that 73 percent of 13 to 17 year olds reported that they had consumed pornography. And here's the interesting thing, 58% said they did accidentally. So the thing is- We have an article about this as well. Yeah, yeah, and and there's, and we don't need to go that whole route. I'm sure that's a whole other podcast, but the fact is as young people are scrolling through stuff, there's a lot of different voices trying to get at our kids. There's a lot of distractions. And it's it's interesting because if you look around right now, legislators, school districts, everybody is saying kids are too young to be navigating this themselves. Yeah. And they're trying to raise that age limit up and up and up. And I think one of the biggest things that we could be you know, advocating to parents is, hey, hand your kid a tablet on a flight, but then take that back. Yes. <laughs> Don't let it have in the bedroom at night. Don't let them be scrolling yeah. through this all day because young kids shouldn't have these devices, uh, you know, free to scroll by themselves because there are professionals writing algorithms who their whole job is to try to get their messages to these kids. And we need to realize that we need to talk to our kids about this. Yeah, I totally agree. I would say we talked a lot about toys, right? I'm sure my kids have looked at like catalogs and I've gotten them toys from it because you know, it's fine. (laughs) But the point I think is more 
creating, like you said earlier, Emily, that desire for something that it's like insatiable as if there's nothing else that can help, right? Or can fill that need um, or that desire. But as far as like the tablets and setting parameters and boundaries. I just, I feel like I need to say I do those things, but it's good to, this is a no guilt. I know I'm feeling kind of guilty. (laughs) No, but you have to. And I think, cause I watch not just like consumerism as far as like toys, but consuming media itself. You can watch kids become completely addicted to these things. And so it's really important to have those boundaries. I mean, Instagram, uh, TikTok, you're able to tag the things that someone is wearing, or there's a store option now, like all these things that you can go in and see and link it to something and then they're able to go off on a whole nother tangent and it could last for hours i mean think of the think of the word influencer the word influencer simply means that someone is paying yes you know uh kate someone is paying i mean name name the person who's the influencer yeah yeah exactly any any kardashian to show you how to put makeup on and sure it's neat oh this is showing me how to put makeup on but now i want to buy that makeup you know and and they're influencing they're selling a product one of the Jenner girls, I'm not sure if it's Kylie or Kendall, I saw recently her business empire is now a billion yes. dollar business. And that is built almost exclusively on the Instagram platform and probably yep. TikTok now. But she built that on Instagram yep. and she's paid hundreds of thousands of dollars per post because people want to be like her and that's that influence in action like you're talking about Jonathan really quick apparently she's under scrutiny because she uh messed around with those numbers it may not be as okay. be, it may well, not be as much as you want but but it the but point remains that she has hey, made in, a lot in, of in money in 2019 <laughs> Forbes estimated Kylie Jenner's worth at a billion yeah one of the things that is different from the catalog age and now is that catalogs were finite right there were three pages of star wars toys on a good year yes, yeah and there were you know maybe 20 new products that as a kid mm-hmm. from 1977 to roughly 1983 you know i you know marked my calendar when that catalog was coming out now it wasn't particularly healthy for me to fixate on that image and to project my hope into it but it was limited and the difference with social media with screens is that now it's functionally limitless. And the yes. same is actually true of pornography, you mm-hmm. know, for kids that were exposed to a, a Playboy or a penthouse in 1978, you know, there were a limited number of pictures, but now you go down that rabbit hole and and it goes forever. And mm-hmm. so I think that's one of the things and both limits on content and limits on time are, are things that we have to put in place as parents because our kids are not naturally going to just automatically construct those boundaries for themselves. You use the word insidious, and I would say mm. oftentimes that does feel heavy, but with something my husband and I have been talking about with AI coming out now, like oh, really, man. We're really going heavily. We're next level. Yeah, and this is probably, this. we could talk about this forever. On, well, on I want to talk about chat GPT at some point on a future episode because it's going to change the way we interact with stuff. It is. And I, I would just say like, not to use this platform as like just to warn parents 24 seven, but truly, I mean, you are your child's protector and it is your God given responsibility to protect your children. And especially as this comes out, I think we're going to have to be really, really cautious with what our kids consume because I think it's going to be next level creepy. 
And I think it's also important just as an adult to kind of look at your own consumerism. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but if you sit there and you're every time the newest, you know, Apple phone or Android phone or whatever comes no, out. Apple if phone. Nobody cares about Android well, phones. Some people do. <laughs> Jeez, you, Adam. You, you'll, find that, you'll find that people who love Android love their Androids. No, but. It's true. <laughs> I got the latest Motorola, I'm, but nobody cares. Yeah. But, no, I'm just saying, though, like. If you're sitting there and you have to constantly be upgrading your phone, upgrading your TV, upgrading your Netflix service, upgrading your kitchen utensils, you might have a problem with consumerism yourself and you can't sit there and tell your kids, quit asking me for all this stuff if you're going to turn around and go buy, you know, all the attachments for the KitchenAid mixer, for right. example. You can, but it's hypocritical. <laughs> it is. That's right. what I mean. It's hypocritical. Well, and that's the thing. I think with all of these things – the rules and the boundaries are important, yeah. but the relationship is what matters. And I think this is where I want to bring this conversation in for a landing today. We need to be talking and relating to our kids honestly, and we need to be talking about these principles, and we need to be talking about how we interact with stuff. And you're absolutely right, Emily, in that the example that we set, our kids are naturally going to emulate what we do. What we do is their first archetype for what is normal. Um, and they'll do what you do. And I want to finish today uh, with a quote that has challenged me. And I've actually talked with my kids about it because I think it, uh, it really gets at what you were talking about right at the outset of our conversation, Emily, with the fact that we long for this stuff, but it doesn't satisfy us. And, and this is from Swiss physician and Christian counselor, Paul Tournier. He says, quote, the thing one possesses always seems less attractive than the thing one has desired. The excitement of desire has lent magic coloring to the coveted object, but almost as soon as it has been obtained, it loses its brilliance. The adventure lay in the desire and hope, not in possession. That's like, so good. Holy cow. Mm. That one... That one cuts me because I like stuff and I've always liked stuff. Um, mm. But I want to talk with that, you know, to my kids that stuff is ultimately, it's not the gospel. It's not what brings us fulfillment. Um, I think as we walk with Jesus, we can enjoy the good things in life. It's not that we all have to become ascetic monks taking vows of poverty, yeah. but that's not where the ultimate meaning in life is found. And I think that message is really countercultural to what we get from culture and what we get from social media today. So great conversation, guys. Thanks. Well, in our second segment today, guess who's back? Miley's back. I guess I probably shouldn't sing an Eminem song, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, Miley Cyrus <laughs> has, uh, well, she hasn't been around too much the last couple of years, but she has a new song called Flowers. That uh, not only is she back, it hit number one. Kristen, tell us about flowers. What do we need to know? And what do we need to know about where Miley's at these days? Okay, this song itself is about, I think it's about her ex-husband. It's what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, Who is a Hemsworth, right? Yes. Liam. Liam. I knew yeah. it was one of the off-brand Hemsworth, so we don't oh see my as gosh. much. Yes. It's That's not the way Thor. of putting it. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was about how they were together, and now obviously they're not, but she's reminding herself that she can still like make herself happy. She can buy herself flowers. Mm-hmm. 
but she understands herself well and she's learning herself. So there's so, a positive message there. Is. There is. Yes, yes. So as far as the song is concerned, there's no profanity, which is a Good big for deal. You, Miley. Um and there really are no like sexual allusions, so that's a big deal too, especially for Miley Cyrus songs. Um so the I think the the root of the song, the heart of it is actually fairly positive. Um the only issue if parents are worried really is the video and that's but, but wait there's more <laughs> yeah so in it's crazy because it's not like she's interacting with anyone in the video she's just kind of like walking around a mansion traipsing about uh in little to nothing so working out in little to nothing swimming in little to nothing she is in the shower at one point with actually nothing on from afar Right. Um, and so there are some issues there. Uh, so I probably shouldn't watch the video. Well, and I saw an article on the video and it talked about that shower scene. And it sort of feels like it flirts with getting as absolutely close to nudity yes. as you can get yes. without maybe quite going there. Yeah. But it's awfully close. Yeah, it's that's yep. That's about it. <laughs> well, and I think that the great reminder here is that music these days works on two different levels. It does. Yes. Right. I mean. We can put it in our playlists. We can have it on Spotify. And sometimes we have something that the lyrics themselves mm -hmm. are not too bad and may even be somewhat redemptive yeah. or positive yep. if redemptive is too strong. But then you pair it with a video like that. and Where they take all sorts of artistic man, license. All of a sudden... It's a problem, and it's almost like you know the cynic in me says, "Well, Miley thought, well, I wasn't naughty in the song itself, so we got to make sure we up the ante on the video." And so, well, it's because sex sells. It's sex sells. I mean, speaking of you know consumerism, yeah. obviously that is is a huge component here, and that I think is probably in part what generated the massive viewership on this video is, you know, people want to see how naughty Miley's being these yeah. days. Yeah, um, which is sad because the song itself doesn't really go there but i think it no. serves as a warning to parents that you got to be thinking about both platforms agreed here. yeah all right well kristen thanks for giving us an update on uh, miley cyrus and what she's up to she's still i think being miley as she said many many years ago <laughs> so thank you well, now it's time for a segment we call Pop Culture Connection, in which our producer Ashley, hey Ashley, hey Adam, she uh, <laughs> she drops in, helpfully to stump us with pop culture and entertainment oriented questions, and our job is to give as many answers to her questions as we possibly can in thirty seconds. And the emphasis here is on quantity, yeah. not quality. Yes. Right. So and fun. Amen. one, Amen. well, yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, usually that happens yeah. anyway because somebody loses, and losing is always fun. <laughs> For everybody else. We should just vote Jonathan the winner every single week. I know. This is not, not worth it, you it's guys. Not true. Oh, it is. Yes, it, oh, is. it is. Ashley. All right. Let's have Kristen go first. No. And she's not been here oh, long enough. Yes. Hey, you're getting it over with, Absolutely. right? That's yeah. true. That's true. Right. It's like getting your blood drawn. <laughs> if you could, what sport would you play professionally and why? Oh, volleyball for sure. So I used to play soccer as a kid and then volleyball took over. So I really like setting i really like spiking um all the different positions that you get to play um it's super intense the i the feeling of getting to spike the ball in someone's face unparalleled for sure it is it says um, a lot about you you too. can play it in the sand you can play on the court um the shorts aren't very comfortable but you know i'm hot 24 7 so getting to wear like tank tops is like where it's at right um gosh did you, that was did you say the shorts aren't very comfortable <laughs> I did. That's what she said. <laughs> Had to wear those a lot growing up. Uh -huh. Played in high school. 
I got eight points. Hey! Oh, you killed are it. off like a rocket set, and my answer Spike. would be bobsledding. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know what's included in that. Wow. I mean, doesn't it look like fun? It does. I would have shooting yeah. down the said ice bad at 80 miles an hour. Maybe you could answer that question when there it comes Oh, Jonathan, that's I a good know. one. I'm going to stop there. All right, Jonathan. Oh, man. Here we go. Pressure oh, zone. Don't play like you're not crushing this game. Come on, Jonathan. <laughs> Keep your false humility. Exactly. All right, Jonathan. What book have you read that you'd like to see as a movie and why? A Painted House uh, by John Grisham. Just love it. Brings you back. Baseball's this fun theme. It's a young kid growing up. There's murder. There's mystery. Um, there's people caring for other people. There's a clash of cultures. Um, it's a nice story of a family that actually cares about each other. But yet there's also sibling rivalry. There's also a rebellious kid disobeying. But there's lessons learned. And, of course, there's good old... I know it's, it's annoying. Okay, I gotta hear what the and good amazing. old, good old what? I didn't know what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I come awesome. up with we it. All it. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, yeah. right, Jonathan? How many? Ten yes. points for Jonathan. Oh, oh my goodness. Like, way to go. Hats off. It is a great you book. You see, ordinarily, Man. Kristen, eight would have been amazing and probably would have won. No, that eight's was a winning just, number, but Jonathan. It's ridiculous. Told Hashtag you. but I'm Jonathan. sitting here and I'm like, hey, Ashley, maybe you should, like, get, help us out. Let's let's take Jonathan down a notch. Give me the question now. I'll prepare my answer while Adam answers. You've got this, Emily. Nah, You're next. This. Okay. All right. If you could be any fictional character, who would you be and why? Mm. Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, the video game, uh, because she's a redhead like me. She has really awesome hairstyles and really awesome outfits. Um, she is just a warrior and uses a ton of really cool weapons, mostly bows. Um, so you kind of get like the elven uh, aspect there. She, um, she she doesn't have a romantic storyline, which I actually really liked in that uh, game because often that's played up way too much. And I just like that it was just her. Nice, nice. Oh man, I can't talk fast enough to that's keep okay. up with Jonathan. That's okay. That was six points. That was still really yours. Good. Was the most entertaining, right? Yeah, like, way to go. I feel like what comes after bronze, because I feel like that I'm Silver. I'm set I up. No, no, I mean on the other oh, direction. On the other end, I think I'm set up for fourth place here. You guys have all crushed it. And well, I'm, let's see. Lead, feeling the pressure. You're lead. So can I just go with Han Solo? <laughs> no. Wouldn't it be fun just to answer a non-question? No. Millennium Falcon. I would totally be Han Solo too. That's it. That, I'd be him. That'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Interstellar All right. smuggler. I'm actually a little nervous. <laughs> you should be. All right, do it. Do you prefer music or podcasts and why? Oh, music. I'm totally a music person. Music helps me to express my emotions. I love thinking about lyrics. I love electric guitar and play electric guitar. I love thinking about how different parts of a song fit together. Um... I love discovering new music that I haven't heard before. Music takes me someplace that no other form of entertainment accomplishes. And I think on a good day, it helps me to process things in a positive way. And on a bad day, I can just sit in my negative emotions and stew there with the 
with the music cranked. Nice. nice. I, I counted nine, Jonathan. I see you, see you say eight. Jonathan is our our. He's probably I right, had, I had he's eight. Our, he's our guest okay. counter. You know, I feel great about eight. Hey, we eight. tied. Good, good job. Boom. And I think I think you had seven. I didn't count six, but. I think everybody did a good job on this one. definitely one of our closer I, rounds. This good. I feel really good about this one. Yeah. I feel so. less ashamed, but next week I'm sure I'll be destroyed. So thank you, Jonathan, yeah, for that. Well, <laughs> I mean, the great thing about shame is it's always there for us if we choose it, right? Yeah. Anyway, that's another podcast for another time. Well, thanks for spending some time with us today at the Plugged In Show. If you've enjoyed the show, let us know by leaving a review. And please tell your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to get our show out there. And you can leave us a comment wherever you get your podcasts. And as I said at the beginning, if you haven't taken time to vote yet for your favorite Plugged In Movie Award nominees, be sure to head over to PluggedIn.com slash blog and vote for something in each of the four categories there. You can also vote on Facebook and Instagram. Exactly. Or just give us an email at team at thepluggedinshow.com. And once again, be sure to mark your calendars for Tuesday, March 7th at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for our live show where we will pick winners and we will be streaming live on YouTube Instagram and Facebook. So hopefully there's a platform that works for you. Well, we know that you have tons of stuff vying for your attention. You know, we've talked about some of those things today and we value you choosing to spend some time listening to and participating in the plugged in show. Thank you so much. And we look forward to connecting with you again next week for another great conversation on the plugged in show. Plugged in.